Hello, everybody. How are we doing today? You can answer if you want, but I won't hear it because this is recorded. Yep. Seriously, folks, why would you even respond? That was just silly of you. Uh, anyways, hope you had a very Merry Christmas. I'm Caleb. I'm Tim. And we are here to BS a bit. We are? Yeah, we're in. We're the middle, but we, we are. still BS a lot. Yes, yes, so, this is true. How was your Christmas, man? It was It was great. It was quiet and nice and introverted. That sounds pretty much perfect for you. Yeah, 100%. Nice. Did you get any fun gifts for Christmas? Um, my parents are helping me out uh, with my car. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. It needs like a... Maintenance. A uh, bit of maintenance. That, that's yes. costly. So. Yes, very costly. So they're helping me out with that. That's a pretty cool gift. We're at that age now where gifts are either like super expensive like a ps5 uh-huh. maintenance on your car uh-huh. something like that so like whenever people give you socks or anything like that's nice i will be i need more expensive things so give me 100%. the little stuff that i don't want to like waste my money on right now give me socks underwear whatever that's all appreciated 100 percent. yeah uh christmas eve is when we when the family gets together and that was nice it was just dinner i smoked a brisket uh, my sister and brother-in-law were there with the nephews. Was it just the flat cut? Yes. Okay. It was a flat cut. Nice. I ma- I made a ham actually. Ooh. Smoked the ham. Mm-hmm. And I it was like an eight-pound ham, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we don't have too many people because we're having. We had uh, my mother-in-law, sister-in-law, uh, her husband, and the two nieces over. Mm-hmm. So it's not a big group. It's no. pretty smaller than yeah. Kate and I, obviously. Right. So I thought, all right, I'll get the smallest ham I can find. Eight pounds was as small as I could find. <laughs> we have about seven pounds left over at the house right now. Wow, so okay, all right. Kate made omelets, which that's a great leftover th- yes. uh, use of ham. But uh, I covered it in honey mm-hmm. and then put a little bit of uh, dry rub on there, which mm-hmm. had maple and cane, sugar cane on it. Okay. Very sweet. And yep. then I was I had to spritz it like every half an hour with apple juice or it would have dried out. So every half an hour, I'm just going... Lift, pop, 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 pop. Close. <laughs> All right, keep the heat, keep the heat. It was the most stressful four and a half hour cook it, sh- it, it could have been. I don't know why I was stressing over over that. But we had a really good time. I personally feel like Christmas is the most fun when little kids are involved. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lane is three. Kara is one and a half. And it, they were so much fun. They were. We let them open up our presents. We didn't care. They right. just wanted to rip paper. Mm-hmm. Kara... She just likes to throw things. Perfect. Yeah. So at one point she had this box. It was for uh, Kate's mom. Mm-hmm. And she was just spiking it on the ground. <laughs> and I didn't know what it was. So I'm like, oh, all right, let her do whatever. And then come to find out there was a glass ornament in there. Oh, good. Good. I will say the packaging, fantastic, because it didn't break. Good. I was very impressed. <laughs> so that was our Christmas Eve. Really nice. Then we watched a Christmas story. That's the nice. our tradition. Christmas Day is a long day. Because it's with the Carnes's. Okay. There's a lot of presents to open. I'm sure, because there's like a hundred of you. Sure. And we also invited over a couple people. I don't know if you remember George from the wedding. Yes. George was there. We call him Uncle George, because he's pretty much an uncle. And then um, another family friend. So we, uh, her name, uh, her name's Chelsea. Fantastic. We love her. Mm-hmm. She actually had our wedding gift. She's like, Aww. I've been looking at that for a long time. It felt <laughs> really bad. So she came and dropped that off, which was nice. Nice. Um. But, uh, yeah, a lot of presents. We started lunch at 1, opened up presents from about 
two to five. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, and that was our <laughs> night. So it was a really perfect. good time, though. I always love Christmas. I'm currently wearing a Christmas sweater my wife got for me, which has... Uh, Your cats. Yeah, holographic version of my two cats, or cartoon version of my cats. Mm-hmm. And she did a great job, because it looks just like them. So yep, it uh, does. It really does. I also got... My wife found... I'm turning into a crazy cat person. Good. She got me socks with my cat Selena on them. Yeah, that's a little much. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love crazy socks. My my sister Brooke, Uh she got me Bret Hart socks. Perfect. So now I have three pairs of Bret Hart socks. (laughs) It's a bit much. It's a bit much. Yeah, I'm going to look like a crazy foot fetish person with all the socks. Oh, I just have to put... Put my favorite wrestler on my feet. <laughs> oh, it's so hot. I don't know. A little weird, but you know. Very weird. So whatever floats your boat. Yeah, any other fun life updates? Um, I did make a kid's day. On... I wish you wouldn't have said day. I just I made some kids. I made some kids. Good. With who? Uh lots of people. Oh wow. Yeah, I've gotten around. Uh-huh. Uh no, I made a kid's day on Christmas. So I took my car out as per usual. Uh and I do stupid things with it carefully. <laughs> what kind of stupid things? Or do you not want to say? I'll get into it. Okay. Um, so I'm dr- just cruising, kind of letting my brain do its brain things and kind of just, you know, be introverted and think about things. And this uh, truck passes me and this little kid had to been five, maybe even under five. This is looking at my car, like beaming at my car, like waving. Mm. So then they get over and I just gun it past them. And now we're playing this kind of back and forth. And so, you know, I'm doing triple digits at some point. Uh, is this on a four-lane highway? It's on a highway, and then we go to a different highway because it's the route I usually take to drive because there's no one around. Mm. Uh, but this truck happens to be there, and this kid is just laughing and giggling and having the time of his life that I'm blowing by their car <laughs> doing, nice. like, triple digits. And my car's loud, too. Yes, it is. So, yeah, you can imagine. But th- I made this kid's Christmas, I guess. Good for you, man. Doesn't doing, that feel good? It does. Doing highly illegal things. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, that's like, here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much prison time if uh, the cop was by. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I had a little more PG fun, I would say. Okay, um, all right. Lane was just obsessed with some of our Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. And we had this uh, snowman. And... Uh, it's a little flimsy, like with its arms that are made out of, quote, twigs, but it's mm. just plastic. Yep. And she accidentally knocked it over and dropped it, and one of the arms broke off. <gasps> yeah. And so she felt so bad that oh. she just kind of walked away from it, and we're like, hey, it's okay. She's like, no, no, I don't want to look at it. She didn't <laughs> want to look at it at all. So I just say, hey, come over here. I'll show you how we fix it. So we put a little glue on it and fixed it. And you could just see that she was like, she felt really bad. Oh. When a three-year-old, like, breaks something they might cry or, like, I don't know. Her reaction, though, was like, I just don't want to even look at it. She Aww. felt so bad. So it was just kind of cool like to have one of that those little moments where, you know, show her how to fix it. And she definitely was like, oh, okay, I feel better now knowing Aww. that your little snowman is not broken because of me. Those That's really fun stuff for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting into that spot where I'm thinking about kids more and more. And Sounds so, like it. Yeah, probably. The baby clock is on. Uh, not quite, because if we get pregnant, Kate's insurance is so bad we would probably be paying about ten to fifteen grand for the baby. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's got to change the insurance, and uh-huh. I can't put her on mine because companies are weird now. Where if your spouse can get insurance through uh, their work, you can't put them on your own. That's like a thing that they do with our company. 
We had a call. Right. I literally had a call with HR, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, you cannot do this. Why would you think?" It's like because <laughs> people have been doing this for generations. But whatever. Uh, but so yeah, we have to think about how we're going to handle that situation. Hey, woof. Yeah, exactly. Fifteen grand for a baby. That's. I would. I would love it still, but I would hold it over its head. <laughs> Just be like, you cost me money. Listen, there's a reason why your middle name is fifteen thousand. <laughs> Just letting you know, you'll figure it out one day. One day, yeah. One day. But, um, and then uh, there was something else I was going to say, and I've, I've totally lost my train of thought. Good, good, fantastic, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, so wait, when's the next? Uh, the next episode won't drop until after New Year's. Yes. So, uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions? No. No. I never do. Really? Yeah. I've got three. Really? What are they? This year. Well, first one, I need to lose some weight because I found some of your weight and put it into my midsection. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to lose 10 to 15 pounds and keep it off throughout the year. Yep. So I will weigh myself January 1st. Whatever that number is, 10 to 15 pounds have to stay off. And then that's that's the goal for the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, I'm going skydiving. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yes. That's happening on my birthday. I got to pay for it relatively soon, I think. Mm-hmm. Although I will say I'm a little nervous thinking about that only because Here. my birthday's in April. Uh-huh. April weather in Missouri? It's a crapshoot. Yeah, it's more than a, It's like not likely, I feel like. it's. I think it's a crapshoot. I mean, it snowed on my birthday, which we have close birthdays right. in April. Right. Um, or it could be 90 degrees. It just depends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that's where I'm like, man, if... I need to figure out first if they would like reimburse or reschedule if like the weather's bad. I'm pretty sure they would, but you never know. And I just don't want to get screwed out of money. Right. And it could depend on their situation. Like if it's cold, mm-hmm. that's not bad weather. You know? I'd like, still do it. Right? I I think I want to jump in my elf onesie. Because <laughs> that would just be fun to watch, right? Yeah, it would be. I mean, it'd be miserable. Oh, I don't know. I feel like that might be easier not wearing pants. Just an entire bodysuit instead. I, I have no idea. I've never. I'm going to think about this more and more. You and then should. When I make that decision, you should happen. hold candy with you and just <laughs> throw it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just these me- small meteors <laughs> land from the heavens, break some goat's head or whatever. Yeah. Because uh, I think the place I found is like in farm country. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then the uh, the third one. Third one is to go hunting and shoot a turkey. That we would, my family would eat on Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble. Yes, I would like to do that. A, okay. I don't feel, I wouldn't feel bad shooting a turkey. Okay. I would feel bad shooting a deer. Bambi. Personally, yeah, any deer. It could be Bambi. It could be Neil. It could be Ricardo. I don't know the name of all of the deer that are out there. That's about all of them. <laughs> I think so, but I would feel really bad if I shot any of them. Oh, so. I wonder why. I think because they're cute. And turkeys aren't. No, turkeys okay. aren't cute. So you can uh, kill something as long as it's ugly. I'm trying to think. Yeah, probably. Okay. Name an ugly animal. Uh, possum. Yeah. Let's shoot that. All right. Yeah. I mean, if it was, I, cool. I saw a possum, so it was late one night <laughs> at like one in the morning. They're frightening. Yeah. And my cat's just looking outside. Benny, he's like, oh, what is this? Mm-hmm. I look and it was almost like if you were underwater in a submarine with a window mm-hmm. and a shark just went by. <laughs> That's what it was like with this possum. It mm-hmm. was dead of night. This all white possum just goes crawl, creepy crawling across. And my cat was like, I think we could be friends with him, Dad. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, Benny, you cannot. I mean, they're ugly, but they're actually really good for you to have them around. They yeah, they, they kill critters. And ticks, mostly. Oh, they kill ticks? Yep, they eat ticks. 
Well, that's a good thing. I thought, yep. would they attack a mole? Maybe. Because we had a mole, and that's the worst. Folks, If I know this is boring, <laughs> but if, <laughs> Welcome if to you mole own talk. a house, yeah, <laughs> if you own a house, you know how bad a freaking mole is. Uh-huh. They're the worst. It cost me too much money to get rid of that thing. Would you shoot a mole? God, yeah. In, in front of its family, <laughs> I would shoot it. And I don't even own a gun, but I'd shoot it with anything I have. I, ugh, they're the worst. You can borrow one of mine. Oh, uh, yeah? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, sweet. I don't have to buy a gun now. Even better. <laughs> to shoot your mole. Yeah. Man. Well, luckily it's taken care of, so I don't have to worry about that okay, ever right, again. So. Right, good, good, good. Um, yeah, so literally this year... We're just doing some Christmas updates, chatting a bit. A uh-huh. uh, little bit of 2022 talk here. But you know what? I was thinking about recently the show Community, and one of my favorite episodes is it's called a bottle episode uh, in television lingo. It's where everyone's in a room, all the characters are in one room, and they just talk about the memories that they had uh, from previous seasons. Mm-hmm. This is going to be our bottle episode, folks. Okay. Where we just talk about our favorite moments from this podcast, or in the BS show as well. Okay. Throughout the entire time that we've done this. Now, I granted, I wasn't in on some of the earlier one, a lot of the earlier ones. Mm-hmm. So I will be, you could literally tell stories from those. <laughs> and I would just be like, oh, really? And you'd be making it up, and I wouldn't even know. So Perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. My personal favorites, though... I loved the uh, the uh, night before the vow renewal with all the groomsmen. That was a fantastic one. That was so much fun. It really was. We started a bit from that. Uh, we also had just a great time. Oh, that was what I was going to tell you. Uh, He's someone pointing at me. I, I did. Someone got engaged. Ooh. Take a guess, my man. I have no idea. Brian and Meg. Oh, best man. nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they got engaged yesterday. He's probably not going to put it on social media since he's a pro wrestler and mm-hmm. most of his mm-hmm. posts involve pro wrestling. Yeah. In As fact, you... his name is his wrestling name. Yeah. What's funny is if uh, he were to post anything like that, God knows the awful things Ugh. that people would say. Because you can imagine pro wrestling fans are just the worst. The worst. Oh, well, are they worse than Star Wars fans? Yes. Yeah. They're okay. way more sexist and creepy. Oof, that hurts, but yeah. Uh, 100%. Like, how many female wrestlers are now off of, like, social media because... Yeah, they they take breaks, oftentimes. But also, uh, I will say, what made it really bad was, like, the early 2000s. Yes. Where it was all just sexist stuff. Bra and panty matches. Yeah, Yeah. all that crap. Anyways, back to (laughs) the bottle episode. (laughs) As we get off track, as we normally do. Uh Uh, Uh Uh-huh. It was so much fun, because we were all just sitting in my living room. We were. And pretty much, most of the guys knew what was coming, and I wanted them to help me rewrite my vows. Mm -hmm. David's failure to come up with anything... Was the best. Amazing. I'm glad it's recorded for all of eternity as it, well. It's great, too. And he was like, oh, I'll, I'll come up with something else. And in my head, I'm like, nope, yours is going to be the last one that I say. <laughs> if you if you haven't heard the episode, go back and listen. It's pretty funny. But uh, David literally just said, I don't know. I have nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I failed you. That was the last vow I said to my wife <laughs> during the vow renewal. Classic. Which was great. I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. one personally. So that's that's probably top two, top three for me. Um, I always think about the Stradella episode. Yeah. <laughs> we are That's my favorite. I, I think, think I am not very good with murder podcasts because I just assume, you know, the husband did it, 
now there's no husband in this one. So it's no. like, well, I can't even go anymore. That's all my theories. Yep. But we did have a lot of fun making up different characters. We did. With all that. I feel like if it was made into a movie, it would be a Muppets movie. A Muppets movie? Yeah. Hmm. Like picture a Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. But with murders and, uh, you know, Stradella's running around. I just think I want those two guys that comment all the time. Oh, the old old men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to yeah. be, like, throughout the movie. Like the narrator? <laughs> Maybe narration, or literally they could be two of the uh, attempted murderers as well. Mm. I don't know. I just thought that would be pretty Good. interesting. A Muppet murder mystery. Fantastic. So we need to write... No, I don't want to write. Oh, it just That's good. the thing I want to do is a dinner theater kind of a murder mystery What thing. if we did it with puppets? You know how more hard that would be? <laughs> Listen, I come up with ideas. I don't execute on anything. We would have to like find a puppet maker. Yeah, or we just make different sock puppets. <laughs> oh, so when we were in New York, we saw like this booth of puppets. Uh-huh. I got creeped out. Yeah. Because puppets are... They're, Creepy? Yes. They can be. I don't want to offend. I have friends that do like puppet shows. Okay. And I'm always like, hey, it, they mean it as it's their art. Mm-hmm. So I would never insult it because I, I know will. what it means. Cause... You do that. <laughs> I definitely won't because I really do appreciate those friends, but I just can't imagine doing it. It's so different. It's so weird. There was a improv puppet show. Oh dear. Up in Chicago. Oh dear. It was pretty good actually. Okay. Like they would do like a they would have this live team perform before, and mm-hmm. then they would have a puppet show afterwards. Mm-hmm. And the puppet show, and then at the end they would like combine and do a show together. So you'd have a human with a puppet, and you like didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> it was fun. Anyways, I'm just saying Stradella as a puppet could be interesting. It could be. But maybe Stradella has to be played by Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he just recently retire from acting? Well, we'll pull him out of retirement, man. <laughs> Would you like to do this stage Muppet production? <laughs> Listen, all I know is he's the best. Uh, he made a Muppet Christmas Carol so good, and it's because he played it as if it was Shakespeare. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's a fantastic part of it. It's so. been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, well, it's past the time now. Next year, maybe give it a gander for like 10 minutes just to appreciate Michael Caine in it, and uh, then you can let it go. Is he the... Uh, he's Scrooge. I, he's Scrooge. Yeah. Okay. I would have to watch that movie again. Yeah, watch him as Scrooge. I. Th- it's my second favorite version of A Christmas Carol, only to the one with George C. Scott, who played, like, Patton, you know? Mm-hmm. He's fantastic, because he's very believable when he's curmudgeon <laughs> The uh, Jim Carrey version, the animated one, is pretty good, too. I didn't like it. Really? I thought it was overdone. Hmm. I, like it, it was more the uh the ghosts of Christmas past, present and future I didn't enjoy as mm. much. It just like eh, I, I really love Scrooge as well. Scrooge is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy that. I have not watched that in quite a while. It's been so, quite a while too. Uh, I have the D V D. Ooh. Yeah. Um, not the VHS. <laughs> I d I don't even know if I have a VHS anymore. <laughs> But at my parents' house, there's a ton of VHSs. We wouldn't have been allowed to have watched that as a kid. No, no, no VHSs from from that time period. <laughs> a laser disc. Laser disc is that even a thing? Yeah. What? You've never had a laser disc? No, I didn't have a. It was a laser disc. A laser disc is like a huge DVD. It's like the size of a record. Oh no, we didn't have those. I, we had them at school in elementary school. It was just a weird format that didn't live very long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yep. I will say, um, I do love the bits that we've created throughout all of this. There's been lots of bits. Uh, especially for our favorite listener, Corey. Corey. Corey, mm-hmm. who we picked up. Do you have a visual 
image of what you think Corey looks like? Um, I keep thinking of Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden? Mm-hmm. You got that, like, the really crappy beard where you're like, you don't need to grow that. No. Nah, yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes you... So Corey's got, like, the bad beard, very thin face. Uh, kind of nerdish. Yeah. Know? I think Snowden overrates himself. Really? Yeah, because, like, okay, he did do, like, a little bit of major hacking, though. Because he was considered, like, a low to mid-level analyst. Yeah, he just said, hey, guys, this is what we're doing. That was his whole big thing. Which kind of just whistle blew on the NSA. Yeah, but, like, we all kind of knew a lot of the stuff, too. We did, but not, like, in depth. Like, it's Maybe I'll literally... have to go back and look some more stuff on Snowden. Yeah, it, it's pretty in-depth. Corey, reach out to us. <laughs> Let us know Let us how know. you feel about Edward Snowden. Yeah, yeah, man. Because we'd like to. We'll have you on the pod, man. Corey, get on the pod. I think Corey wears like a beanie hat too. Okay, that's just my visual image. I think he's also like a fan. Uh, he's a he's a he's a sports fan of sorts. A football fan, not like American not football. Yeah, he says football. Football and definitely corrects people on uh, it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. I could see that. So he's got like his. You know, Manchester United uh, beanie that he 100%. wears all the time. Oh, 100%. yeah. And people are like, Corey, come on, man. You don't have to try so hard. A huge Messi fan. Oh, well, I, if you're not a Messi fan, folks, you're missing out on the greatest soccer player of all time. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I said soccer. Uh, How American of you? I mean, when the shoe fits, or is the glove fits, or the shoe fits. What's the saying? I have no idea. Sure. When the clothes fit. <laughs> Then yes, yes, yes mm-hmm. then, but Messi mm-hmm. is incredible. Uh, the Corey bit though, I can't even remember how that started. I don't either. Uh, it was something about how we're gonna get put on the list, yeah. And then I think we just made up a name, Corey, uh huh. And now we've just run with it forever, forever, which I want to keep that going mm-hmm. personally. Uh, God Save the Queen also came from the Grimsman episode. That was, yeah, Adam said that at the end. I'm like, I just want to say that now for out. We need to on. get him on. Man's a busy dude. Oh, yeah. So, actually, I, I reached out to him and said, hey, man, you want to come on? He's like, well, kind of redoing a lot of the stuff at the house. So, he's just like, <laughs> just took that on uh, before mm-hmm. he has some acting work. So, yeah, we can reach out to him, see. Absolutely. Uh, especially because I think there might be a lot of stuff warming up or might be more acting gigs coming up depending on the Omicron variant. But oh, yeah. Still. Yeah. And I want to get Kate on here. Well, yeah, you're, you're whiff. The whiff. The whiff. The whiff. She... She was thinking about coming today, but she's just so tired. Uh, um, my wife makes a lot of cookies. She does. Uh, in fact, as you look at her Facebook page, Kate's Pastry, I think is what it's called right now. Might change soon. <laughs> uh, you'll get to see a lot of her creations. And she made some cookies, brought them over for Tim today. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You will enjoy. If you don't want them, I will gladly take them home. Oh, with three dudes living here, like I said, they'll be gone pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah, and the tin with the boobies on it. There's yes. boobies on the tin. I think those are boobies. I, I don't know my birds very well. I know boobies are tiny. I wish you wouldn't have said birds. Oh. That would have been way funnier. Just I think the they're boobies. boobies. <laughs> you just let that sit there and people mm-hmm. go, does this man not know what that... Hmm. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is your booby talk. Oh, God, yeah. I uh, another one I really enjoyed too is like it was a two hour episode of us just ranting about pro wrestling. Yes, that was pretty impressive. A because we just talked about like favorite matches, favorite moments, wrestlers we like and why, and mm-hmm. gave all of this depth. Uh, I know someone that listened to it and they go, "It's too much <laughs> pro wrestling talk." Like if you would have given us half of that, 
I could have retained it. This person like is not a pro wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they were just like, oh yeah, I want to give it a listen. And they were. Uh, this person basically said, very interesting. Oh, I'd never thought of it as theater until you guys started talking about it. Also, I can't handle all of that information. <laughs> I just realized, oh yeah, that's like us giving like advanced trigonometry to a it seventh was our, grader. It was our wrestling dissertation. Oh my gosh, I could have written papers on pro wrestling. I bet you. C- could and can still. I, I look back sometimes on some of the choices I made in college <coughs> and just think like, you know, if you would have figured out a way to get pro wrestling into things more, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. might have enjoyed college a lot more, actually. See, my first degree, which is hilarious that it's my religion degree, I did the least. Yeah. About. Um, I cheated a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you tell that. Yeah. You cheated? Oh, 100%. I had this professor who did not read papers. W- did not read oh, papers. Oh, so you would like move the uh No, 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 no. I would copy copy and paste Wikipedia. Wow. And just paste it in. And you got away with it. 100%. That was at MOBAP? Yep. My niece is about to go to MOBAP, so nice to know that she could just do that. Well, things <laughs> have changed quite a bit. That oh, guy is likely dead. <laughs> He was, not quite dead. He he was in his seventies when I was there. He might, he might be twenty years ago. Ninety. I could see a ninety-year-old professor. You he know, with, he retired. Oh, did he? He did retire, but mm. I'm saying he's probably likely dead. Come on out of retirement, no. Professor Jenkins, whatever his name is. Doctor Allen. Doctor Allen. Yeah. Come on, man. You got a last dance in you. Uh, I would put it in the middle of paper. Hey, for reading this, I'll buy you dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Wow. I, and, and the the really awful, this is my confessions <laughs> part, is his tests were almost impossible because he would talk for an hour and a half. And the test would only be on what he was talking about. So it's almost impossible to like comprehend any of that. And he would give you notes that weren't on the test. One of those guys. Yeah, just awful. But you would write these papers for extra credit. So I had like a D in the class because I just constantly would bomb these tests. Oh, man. But then I'd write these papers, I'm putting air quotes, and get it B or an A because he would give you bonus credit and these papers weren't anything. Jeez Louise. Like, hey, I'll buy you a steak dinner or Wikipedia. I think I did a script one time, like a movie script, and put it in there. (laughs) Was he just looking for... Pages. Just pages. If you had the pages. Mm -hmm. He would read like the first page and then kind of thumb through it and see that there's words and then 100%. Good grief. Yeah. And and that's why I never felt guilty about it. I was like, if you're not taking the chance to even read these things, then I'm not going to make the effort to write these things. Yeah, I... I didn't cheat. I did um, do a lot of all-nighters, though. Mm-hmm. That was my mistake, too. It's just that I liked to have the pressure on mm-hmm. to complete something and focus me a bit. Mm-hmm. But I was also working. I had a job yep. at that point. So mm-hmm. uh, I tried doing extracurricular activities as well, like you know some sketch shows that I would do in theater uh, or in plays. So I was just stretching myself so thin that I should have learned and figured out, plus, you know, hanging out with friends, college life. Right. Uh, but, like, all of that just made me go, like, oh, crap. I have a 18-page paper. Uh-huh. I think I've written two. Whoops. And it's due in 12 hours. Whoops. Time to knock it out. So that's <laughs> typically what I would do. Yeah. That was my, more my... my other two degrees were I did a whole lot more with. My history degree and my MBA. Mm. I don't know. For just I, I guess I was more mature, <laughs> honestly. 
and my first degree, I got married in the middle of it, so there's that's got to be that. tough, man. It was it was hard. Yeah, I'll believe it, just because like that's I don't know, like I was super stressed out. I, I wasn't at your wedding, so I don't know like if there was tons of things put into it and time and energy, but like we had technically two weddings mm-hmm. one we just had to like make it up on the fly because of mm-hmm. covid the mm-hmm. actual wedding yep and the vow renewal that was literally a year and a half of planning mm-hmm. longer than that maybe two years of planning so all i can think is like i don't know like did did you guys have like a ton of stuff kind of put into it um gosh this is forever ago um i know we planned it out in like eight months uh, we kind of were lucky that the church that we had it at, we knew people, or at least she did. <clears throat> so we got that for free. Um, the person who did our wedding, uh, Matt, obviously, that was pretty easy. Um, the reception, we did it at a like, really, really crappy rundown VFW hall. Oh, well, I mean, you gotta, yeah. it's what you can afford. Which we only, have, <laughs> I think, spent like $1,000 on our wedding. Mm. But we had like 200 people. That's awesome, though. Yeah, that's all. We had originally for the first run, we were gonna have like 160. Mm-hmm. COVID happened, so we ended up having like 90 or something like that instead. Hey. Maybe it was less. It could have been like 70. Well, I'll have to ask Kate. But that was kind of disappointing in a way because we're like, we have to hit a minimum somehow. Right. Right. And just weddings are so ridiculously expensive. Yes, they are. I hope wedding number two for me, which is <laughs> funny to say, is really small and kind of quaint and yeah. Yeah, I don't want a big thing. Trust me, man. After having two weddings, yeah, no, basically, no, I told no, Kate's like, we should do it again next year as a joke. No, that was the running no. gag with the best men. Was all that? Yeah, I'm like we should men. do this again. I like how you guys became the best men. The best men, yes. Track seven, which was since we had everyone in track suits. Uh huh. You guys were all the best men. Okay. Yeah. I had Brian. He had the uh, the hand of the king pen. He did. Until Tyler usurped him at the end of the night. Did you, did you hear didn't. about that? No. So Brian <laughs> left his um, uh, vest. I think it was his vest or his coat. He left that off to the side, and Tyler found it. Oh, didn't he? And he just put it on. He's like, I usurped you. He just kept yelling that over and over again. It was such a fun time with those guys. Yeah, they're great. Our, our, I have a question for you. Mm. Are we doing the Royal Rumble? No. Okay. I didn't think so. I think I didn't hear anything about it. We all kind of dropped it a we did. because of money. And then also there's just so many ethical problems I have with the WWE. One hundred percent. Continuously releasing people during profit record record profit. In order to say you had record profit, you mm-hmm. released the people who are making you that profit. Uh-huh. Uh just the abuse of talent that's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh the uh, I will say this, the abuse to women especially, where they will only hire now people who are supermodels. And that's, under 30. Yeah. That's or something ageism. Like that. uh, I think that's awful to force those sorts of body images on women. Mm-hmm. I think if those supermodels can wrestle, perfect. That's great. You'll be a great character, I'm sure, and be able to perform. But I don't think that should be a requirement for someone's gender to be a wrestler. I think that's awful. So. Yep. I'm not, no, I'm not wanting to go to the Royal Rumble. It's Fair. here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. It's at the Dome. I'm sure it'll be great. But uh, no, I just don't have the interest at all. I, mean, I don't even watch WWE. I don't either. Anymore due to the uh, everything we've talked about. I'm yep. all AEW. If yep. there's some new Japan that I can find, I'll watch Japanese wrestling. But uh, no, no WWE for me. 
Fair. Yeah. I was going to say another one, uh, another episode I really appreciated, and it's, you know, just me being real, uh, there was one, I was just in a sad, dark place. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, and, you know, I was thinking so much about Matt, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I it kind of came back up a, a, a little bit yesterday. Uh, for Christmas, my mother wanted a flash drive that had pictures from the wedding and the vow oh, renewal, yeah. and I included just a ton of fun pictures in there, too. Uh, just of like family and Kate and I, and of course Matt was in so many mm-hmm. of the uh, wedding pictures that we had, and um, yeah, there's one picture I originally wrote ten vows for my wife mm-hmm. for the wedding, and some of them were silly and some were serious. I mixed it up, mm-hmm. and um, there was one that I said that was kind of silly. I think it was like I vow to always kill spiders for you or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you just see Matt just kind of laughing over to the side. And like a quintessential Matt laugh is uh-huh. how I would describe it. And, you know, I'm there and, and you can see my brother in the back. And, and that picture I included. And I could just see my mom feel that one uh-huh. a lot. Mm-hmm. Just felt it a lot. Mm-hmm. And that episode, I was kind of able to vent a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm doing that to, you know, whoever's listening. But I think it was a good thing. Because I just kept that in for so long. Mm-hmm. I think you had said I was, you know, the Matt's protege. And to this day, I still don't feel like it. Um, I always will love that guy. I think about him all the time. We're coming up on a year since he passed. Yep. And that's very tough to think about. Um, and, I'll, you know, I always think about Sarah and the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a good episode, even though it was somber. And I try to keep it fun and lively. Mm-hmm. But dadgummit, I had to switch gears there a bit no i i completely understand and this is kind of just an overall general thing for me about the podcast is it's been extremely helpful for me <clears throat> being able to vent my crap um <laughs> even in the beginning and that's why we had a, sh- a shift in branding as in the beginning i was as angry and bitter about everything that i've gone through yeah um I mean, it's 20-something years of my life that I dedicated to ministry and churches and bending over backwards for people who did not give a shit. Yeah. Um, And I needed to get that out. And and then I was just done with it. And the rebrand and just trying to do something different. And what makes me laugh? What do I like? I'm so happy to hear that because I remember coming to the first couple that I did. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, it's it's a vent session. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then I was listening to the ones that I wasn't on. And I go, oh, it's still a vent session. Yep. Okay. So if, and then when you're like, hey, you and me, let's do a thing. I'm like, sweet. I want to be the complete opposite. <laughs> like occasionally we need to vent, and that's there's a time for that. You know, uh-huh. it's, uh, Ecclesiastes. There's a time for everything, right? Sure. Uh, I wanted to be different, and then now I'm like, oh, I think Tim's now taking that different route too. It's not the same as me. Me and you, it's not the same thing. No. But we go a different route, and that's great to see because we're evolving as people. Right. And like I said, 20 years dealing with that, and it took yeah. me a year and a half to kind of vent it all out. And and that's fair, and I still think about it, and there's still an ongoing situation that is kind of looming in the dark crevices, but, you know. It is what it is. It, it is what sucks. it is. It's funny, though. You were saying that and just talking about how – frustrating it is to work with people in the church uh my niece mm-hmm. uh is working at a restaurant Ooh. and she said i refuse to work sundays because the church crowd is so bad you know i've heard that my entire it's a fact life 
you work in a restaurant, anyone working in a restaurant shaking their head like, yeah, the church crowd is the worst. The worst. Uh, my sister Christina, she said like, really, it's that bad? Yes. And both of us were like, yeah. And I told her this story, and I, uh, I think I'd blocked this out, but... <laughs> Uh, this is when I worked at the Outback down in uh, Texas. Mm, the Outback. Oh, it's, I mean, hey, Outback is a hot spot for people after church. Uh-huh. That's fine. Uh, the problem is that church crowd is not good. And I remember <laughs> I was, uh, um, I'll give two stories here. The first is the bad one. There was this uh, <laughs> this pastor that came in, and he was like, "I'm the pastor of this church. Well, mm. Maybe you should mm-hmm. come by sometime." Mm-hmm. He did not sound like that, uh, but I just figured now it's he a, does. Yeah, I think it's a <laughs> way better character. Mm. Oh, yes. Um And he was like, oh, "I said, well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that." And he said, "Just to let you know, I don't know how it became English. Uh, <laughs> go with it. Run uh, with uh, it, Pastor Nigel, I guess." Uh, he said, oh, "Was uh, it Reverend?" Re- uh, yeah. Reverend, Reverend Nigel, <laughs> Reverend Doctor, Reverend Doctor Nigel, <laughs> you, uh, I'm just letting you know, I do not tip more than five percent mm. to anyone. And I thought, like, wow, five percent. I said, oh, okay, sir, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And he goes, God expects ten percent of the salary. Why would I give any more than ten percent to anyone? And I said, <laughs> well, sir, I'm not asking for ten percent of your salary. I also only make. Two twelve an hour. Uh-huh. And he was blown away by that. Uh. He's like, "Really? Servers only make that?" So I go, "Yes, sir. We we don't make as much because it's supposed to be made up in tips." And he goes, "Hmm. Well, that's interesting." A poppycock. And then at the yeah, <laughs> then at the end of the meal, he tipped five percent still. Oh, good. It's like, good, thanks, man. Pastor. The good story is there was this very nice man came in with a very large group. And mm. I think it was like 10. And normally if you have like eight or more, I think at uh, Outback, they put a gratuity on it. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to talk. They all ordered steaks. Um, and him and his entire congregation, or not entire congregation, entire group was there. They all ordered steak. They all wanted them well done. I was just like, y'all are making a mistake, uh, but it is what it is. Yeah. You do you. But he saw the gratuity. He goes, it's not enough. And doubled it nice. with a tip. And so, like, that was one of the best tips I ever had was nice. from a pastor. And I, I actually went over and I said, sir, thank you so much. And I let him know, hey, you know, the church crowd is always so difficult for servers. I went to a Bible school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of people here who they just won't ever, their faith is completely wrecked by <laughs> the people they run into every Sunday here. Uh-huh. And he said, I plan on addressing that with my church someday, which was great. I just thought nice. that was such a, uh, nice. he was a, a gentle old man. Nice. Probably just had a, a, you know, a nice church in Red Oak, Texas, or one of those nearby towns, Duncanville, something like that. And for him to say that, I just thought, you know what? I think back and Netzer used to say the same stuff mm-hmm. from the pulpit, like just letting you know, all those servers that you're about to run into think that you guys are the worst. <laughs> and here's why. Uh-huh. He didn't say it like that. He's way more nice about it than me. Uh, yes. Yes. So. Uh, Nick, who's been on the show, who mm-hmm. lives with me, uh, worked at Outback as well. Dude, there's something about Outback, man. And, and Drew as well worked at Outback. Oh, man, we probably have some stories. You probably do. I actually want to go back to Outback at some point just to, like, oh, let me get a Bloomin' Onion, see how the steaks are, if they're <laughs> worth my time. But uh, I think the nearest one is in St. Charles. There's one in O'Fallon. Is there one? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like a, it's kind of on a, the part of O'Fallon we never go to. Um, mm. but The dirty part of O'Fallon. Actually, it's the it's a really nice part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's right. like, uh, like near Lake St. Louis uh, off of uh, 4064. Yeah. Nice 
good area. I don't yeah. know. O'Fallon's bad part. It's not real bad. No. There's maybe a little bit of meth there. That's just it. Just a little bit. Just a, a, a nice dab to liven up the place, <laughs> you know? Who doesn't need a little bit of meth? I think you all do at home. Not me, just you. And Corey. Corey needs a lot. He's got yeah. to stay awake somehow. 100%. Because you know there's got to be someone out there listening to podcasts for the NSA or FBI or both, CIA, all three. Yep. And they've got to stay up somehow because there's a lot of content. And they're mm-hmm. like, all right, we got to find the dangerous ones. Well, the military definitely gives people drugs. Maybe not meth, but they do have their military drugs. Caffeine's a drug. Well, more, there were, I mean, LSD started from military. God bless you guys. So, you know. I think we should give them all some edibles. Uh, that's <laughs> another thing that I've enjoyed, opening up to everyone about edibles. I do think they're a good thing for people. They're Get- medicinally legal in the state of Missouri. They are, and I have that, folks. Mm-hmm. I It's a medical need. <laughs> but it actually, it has helped. I can I, tell. It's helped with my sleep. Good. Like crazy. Like uh, there was a few nights I, I didn't take it with me to New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see though, like weed trucks, like food trucks there, mm. and I was like, I'm tempted, <laughs> but I'm not gonna this time because <laughs> I might just get really messed up and not be able to go the next day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's helped a lot with anxiety, sleep. Good. Those are things that like I, I was given um, an anti-anxiety med. Mm-hmm. It left me feeling hungover the next day. Mine does that. Yeah, I yeah. just I don't want to feel that. Uh, I I wouldn't be clear of thought till like ten. Right. So I'm like I can't work until ten. It's like <laughs> two and a half hours of no work. So uh, that didn't really work for me. Um, but yeah, that was that was another fun thing that's been able nice to open up about is that because I grew up. Everyone in my family thought weed was something that would the, kill you. The devil's lettuce. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it's like <laughs> you can't OD on it. No. So you'll just take a really good nap and maybe pee your bed. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, hey, it's we we all did at one point. We're at that age where it's now, I guess, okay to pee your bed. Yeah, your <laughs> 30s. That's when it's okay. Not when you're two or a hundred and two. I it kind of loops back. Like when you're young, it's okay, and then you have like that not okay period. Yeah. Then eventually, you get old enough that it we're just not becomes... that old. <laughs> we're not that old, man. I don't. I, we can we function in society. We do. We're not near yeah. retirement. I feel like it. You feel like retiring? When uh, can you retire? I can retire before I'm sixty. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I'll have thirty years of government service, and then you're just done. And then I'm just done. <sighs> Wow. And then I'll have a pension and my retirement. And I don't think I'm ever going to retire. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. This COVID thing where I literally was not working but one day a week, it was amazing. Yeah, I'll bet. I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet that's nice. It was. I just feel like I get bored so easily. I don't. Uh, good for you. I, I think that what I'll do is I'll, quote, retire and have my 401k. But and then the, work at Walmart? I want to go to work at the zoo. The zoo? Yeah, I'm going to be the guy that drives the train around for okay. the little kids. All right, all right. I will dress in a like a funny uh, outfit. I won't well, care. Would you want to be the train driver or the guy that's on the microphone? Train driver, I think. Okay. Because I just, you know, purr, purr, all the time. Because I, I feel like you would be the better one at the that talks about the zoo. I think I'd be okay, but at some point my brain's going to go. And so I'll be too old and just be like, that over there's a... 
fucking lying, I think. <laughs> See, I'd pay uh, extra know. for that. <laughs> <laughs> but not like with three-year-olds out there. They'd be like, oh, gosh, no. Kids crying in the back. Mom, he's, that's not fart. Is that a different F word? Yes. Yes, it is. We will not allow this man to leave the place oh. with a job. You know, I'll get fired. I, I think that would be a good spot for me to work when I get old is the zoo. I love animals. Okay. All kids, right, you know, I'm good with kids. That'd be a good spot when I'm an old man. Okay, fair. So that's my thought. I won't retire. All right. Did you have another episode that you uh, really enjoyed? Um, A lot of the earlier stuff was, uh, again, me venting, being angry. We had uh, f- some bits, some funny bits. Uh, beef stiff comes to mind. Mm. The good old beef stiff. Yep. Um, I think... Uh, uh, we called it a Slim Tim or something sexual like that. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it, it's hard for me to remember these type things because there's just so much content that I've been involved with. It's a lot to take, <laughs> a lot to unpack. I will say uh, next year we next year? will uh, we will have sponsors. Yes. So be on the lookout, folks, for those. Yes, so. we're finally going to start making money. Oh, God, yeah. Come on. <laughs> just be, be on the lookout for that and our 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 merch that we'll put out there at some point yeah joe rogan here we come yep (laughs) another uh episode i also really enjoyed that we did recently was talking about george washington (laughs) (laughs) and his friend yeah his best friend i'm never gonna gonna forget that moment like it's gonna be ingrained in my head Uh just the the idea of the rock playing george washington (laughs) with kevin hart as a friend she's like shut up i'm not your friend stop calling me your friend like that's just that's gonna be stuck in my head. And then I mean, we I enjoy a good conversation about history mm-hmm. and having a little fun with it. I know some people don't feel comfortable um, teasing the founding fathers, uh, but I'm not one of those people. I'm not either. I respect them one hundred percent. But they were they're human beings. Mm-hmm. They're flawed. Mm-hmm. Some very flawed human beings. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it was just so much fun to have a, a, a good learning sesh, but at the same time, fun talking about, uh, George Washington. Uh, the, the founding fathers are just interesting men. Um, and I think they get put on a pedestal too much. Yes. Like, oh, you know, they founded God and all this. Other, uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> they like, founded God. Like, I, if I hear someone <laughs> say that, I'll talk to that person all day and be like, oh, tell me more about your QAnon theories. Uh, but, you know, especially in Christian communities, they believe like these people were like the second coming of Christ or that they had all these beliefs and you dig into it. And no, they didn't. George Washington didn't even take communion because yeah. he didn't believe in Jesus. Yeah. They were mostly deists. When they say under God, they mean like everything underneath the sun. It's the same kind of expression. Yeah, it, it's tough for people to use like a historical critical method to how they interpret anything that's read before 1950. Yep. Because our culture is so similar now to what it was then. So you kind of have to understand a little bit of the culture of the time mm-hmm. to be like, oh, this is what they're saying there. Mm-hmm. And we kind of have to do that a little bit with the Bible as well, but mm-hmm. people aren't going to do that. They're just like, no, that, that's not, I'm not going to put effort. No. I'm not going to just, I'm just making what I want it to be. So <laughs> no, thank you. I'm good. Yes. Yes. The, the founding fathers knew Jesus basically. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they founded him. <laughs> they founded him. They founded Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Which I want I'd love to hear someone talk about that in depth and just be like, just go, go ahead. Yep. And go then ahead. I will know who we can swindle out of money. That person. <laughs> That'd be pretty easy to swindle out well, of. Well, I mean, the Mormons think that Jesus was here in 18 somethings. 
Oh, uh, yeah, 18, 1700s, something yeah, like that? Yeah, 1800s, I do Oh, believe. my gosh. You hey, met Joseph Smith. I'm telling you, I think the new cults, <laughs> the new cult out there is going to be like extreme political be- belief systems. I mean, isn't Q on a cult? They've fallen off, though. Have like, they? they the, uh, Q hasn't had a, quote, drop where like that's all the information comes out in a long time. Well, I think it was like around January. It was well, I think time. a lot of them got arrested. That too. <laughs> that too. That probably helps the old situation, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think like extreme political views is going to be the new thing. I had a conversation with a family member. I won't say who on air right now, but uh, they this person believes that um, this doctor, doctor former doctor i'll say that actually okay uh has better information than dr their, oz their current doctor is it dr oz uh no dr joseph mercola who is the okay. number one is the leader in misinformation on oh, covid that guy. according that guy. to the new york times uh mcgill university which is like uh you know they're john hopkins mm-hmm. the, the top medical university in canada and Canada does, does not play around. Nope. Uh, this doctor also believes that uh, HIV does not lead to AIDS, um, that if you take multivitamins and all of his natural supplements, you'll be fine from COVID. Um, Sigh. Yeah. So those, I was talking to this person and I was pointing out all of these flaws in mm-hmm. their argument. Mm-hmm. And the, the person said, uh, but it makes me feel better. Why does it matter? And I just looked at this person and realized, you sound like a cult. Mm-hmm. You sound like you're in a cult because they have all the information you like and it makes you feel good mm-hmm. despite the fact of what this person says. So that's messed up. This person also, just Dr. Joseph Mercola, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I'm, uh, I'm screwing it up. I don't care. Screw right. him. Because he sold tanning beds good. that will uh, not give you skin cancer. Oh, yeah. All right. And then basically the FDA was like, this is not true at all. You have to reimburse all of these people money. And he ended up reimbursing the people like $3 million to the people who bought uh, these tanning beds. So that's the Mm. kind of stuff where I think is the new cult, personally. Yeah. Yeah. The cult of misinformation. It's it's. Yeah. People just want to hear things that make them feel what Mm -hmm. they want to Mm -hmm. feel. Mm hmm. And sometimes we got to use some common sense with things. And by the way, I, that's a far right, uh, you know, example. There's far left ones as well, mm-hmm. I'm sure. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I've seen someone on the far left wish death on every person that doesn't get the vaccine. That's awful too. So, right, don't even, don't even think that I'm just picking on the right. I mean, as much as the right is really stupid, it's the left who thinks every Republican is Hitler, and it's like, yes, mm. that <laughs> extreme language is really bothersome to me. Where it's like, you're a racist and you're basically Hitler. It's like, I don't think you recognize the Holocaust as as, as to what it was. That's right. really downplaying uh, what what people suffered and and went went through. So I'm pretty sure every Republican since like Reagan has been Hitler. Yeah, I think they've been it's been equated to at some point. So I know I remember people saying that with uh, George Bush too, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Listen, I'm not his biggest fan, but I don't think he's that. No. That's uh, pretty stupid." But okay, moving uh, on. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. So, uh, did you have any other favorites? I just looked at our our catalog. Mm. 
uh, and the brainwasher episode is one of my favorites because it's uh, a, a person's mom thinks I'm a cult leader. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which was so surprising where I'm like, I don't think that person knows a cult too well, but okay. Well, it's my mentality of church and kind of think for yourself. You know, and and not all churches are great. Well, we all are wearing tracksuits now, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. you got the all black one. <laughs> the glasses are what make it. Yes. Um, and my balding hair, it's fine. In <laughs> <laughs> your harem, you carry around with you everywhere. You bring your harem everywhere. Yes, it's true. That you impregnated <laughs> <laughs> with my children. How, imagine if you had a bunch of kids. How would you feel about that? I, I don't know. You don't know? No. I don't have a bunch of kids, so I don't know how I'd feel. But imagine you had, like, five kids. Oh, that'd be a lot of kids. Yeah. How would you... Would that make you, like, oh, God, I have five freaking kids. Four boys, one girl. No. I, I don't think it would bother me. I bet the girl would be your favorite. Maybe. You'd probably favor her. Probably. Yep. That's my bet. Uh, I don't know. This makes you uncomfortable, doesn't it? No. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to... I'm trying to use my analytical, logical brain to actually come up with some kind of emotion <laughs> i think i just jump so fast into things that you're just like whoa okay i'm not buckled up for this let me, <laughs> let me put my seatbelt on get comfortable in my seat and then i'll digest what you just made up um yeah it, it's one of those things that i don't know if i could have a feeling about it until it actually happened and then yeah have feelings about okay. it fair enough i don't know if i'd want to have that many kids especially i wouldn't being this old um, and we're young, but still being, you know, in our late thirties and having six kids just feels like, oh my God, I'm mm-hmm. going to be like 112 and <laughs> they're going to be like in college. Okay. Yeah. That seems daunting. Yeah. I've thought about that as well. <laughs> I've just told, I've been to, to tell Kate, like, let's just knock out a couple back to back and be done. Bam, bam, done. Right. So we'll have Irish twins, which that's two kids after, you know, 12 months and then you're done. Yeah, that's pretty much a Drew and Shaper doing. Smart. Yeah. Um, Accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> and he slipped one by the goalie. Yep. Uh, God bless them. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think she's 20, over 20 weeks pregnant now. Oh, cool. And he's, Forrest is one. Yeah, I've I've seen a picture. Cute kid. Mm, yeah, very cute. Cute kiddo. Definitely so. a Drew clone. Uh, yeah, I see some. I yeah, see some. Uh, that, that's going to be a hilarious kid. <laughs> I can't wait. He, I do worry about getting paid back for... Oh, 100%. Although I was a good little kid. It was when I became a teenager and learned, like, sarcasm and humor where stuff got off the rails for me. So right. That's where it's... It is really funny dealing with my sister and my brother-in-law and her two kids because mm-hmm. sarcasm is like a gene in my family. You could actually map it on the family tree who has this trait of sarcasm. My mom is heavier sarcasm than my dad and my sister and I have it picked up. So when I hear my nephews or around my nephews, it's like, oh, they have it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My poor (laughs) brother-in-law. The Fars have an ability to seem disingenuous yet sincere. Yeah. It's just this polar opposite. It's a gene. It's in my DNA. It's that part of the whatever the DNA mapping is. It's impressive. Yeah. I can't do it. I have to be sincere (laughs) or really sarcastic. You just recognize it. So, Although I will say there's times I'm being sincere – but people think I'm being a jerk. I'm like, no, I meant it. Your baby's <laughs> very sweet. I not I'm not making fun of your dumb baby. Shut up. Man. <laughs> now I am. Now I'm just calling now I'm you not angry. Now I just hate you. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, yeah. I will say though, it's been a fun year. 
uh, looking forward to 22. Me too. And everything that's going to go into it. Me but, too. Uh, I think that's about it for today, man. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, love you. Love you too. God save the For Corey. Queen. And Corey.